Hello everybody and welcome back to the Legional Podcast. Well, for those of you listening on just audio, welcome back. And for those of you watching this podcast, welcome to my YouTube channel. I have decided that I'm going to start uh, uploading my podcast to YouTube as well. So they will still go over on CastBox, but obviously they won't have the video. But if you want to watch me record the podcast, then you can over on my YouTube channel. So this podcast episode is all going to be a very special one because I have a guest. We've got Charlotte from Take a Pause. Charlotte's one of my best friends, so I'm very excited. But just before we get in, I'll give a bit of uh, background or idea of what's going on. There hasn't been a podcast episode in a while. Why and all that stuff. So basically, my I got a new PC in July and it kept randomly turning off. I'd just be playing a game, I'd be streaming or something and it would just go boom, off. And we worked out that it was the CPU. Thankfully, AMD also agreed that it was 40 and sent sent me a new one. So I have a CPU, I have a working computer and I can now make content and actually just play games and use my PC again. So that is all good. So podcast episodes are back, still Sunday mornings. Uh, but yeah, the d- big difference for the podcast is that you now have the option to watch me as well. And hopefully, uh, if I have guests like with Charlotte, you should be able to watch them as well. So if this is the first time that you're listening over on CastBox, please give it a like and follow on there. Or if you're interested in coming and watching as well, go over to my YouTube channel. It's just MSB Life and subscribe there. And I hope you enjoyed this episode with Charlotte and I. My name is Millie and welcome to the Lean Journal podcast. It's a very exciting episode today because we have our first ever guest and that guest is Charlotte from Take a Pause. I just did, as you can see on the video, I just did my arms and I kind of pointed to you. So just imagine I'm pointing to Charlotte, but she's actually the other side, halfway down the country. But over to you, Charlotte. (laughs) Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. Hi, everyone. My name's Charlotte. Um, I am the content creator for Take a Pause, which is a mental health, well-being, kind of across lots of channels, um, content thing. <laughs> That's a great description, content <laughs> thing. Basically, we are predominantly on YouTube. I say we, um, I mean the dog, but she's currently sleeping and I don't want to disturb her so that she doesn't disturb this podcast, so I won't pick her up to show you like I usually do in my YouTube videos, but we're on YouTube and it's also a blog um, and we're on Twitter and Instagram as well and that's how I met Millie through social media on Twitter yes oh it's so exciting well firstly well after actually after you finish listening to this podcast definitely go over to their YouTube channel well one to watch Charlotte's videos but two to also look at Clover Clover is adorable bless her so she is beautiful. Sure. I know. This, this can be your um, motivation for going to check out the channel. Yes, <laughs> go see Clover. Now, but go Charlotte's actually <laughs> killing the YouTube game as well. So definitely go check out her videos. But yeah, Charlotte and I, we met um, via social media. I don't really know. Can you remember exactly how? You um, were so enthusiastic on my tweets. So Millie, as you probably already know, because you follow Millie, tweets in capitals. And so when I used to share my blog posts back when it was just a blog that I did, um, Millie would comment and retweet and she was so enthusiastic that I was just like, yes, this is a girl who I need in my life. <laughs> and she was just, you could you could feel the friendliness just pumping through 
the laptop screen or the phone screen at you and we just I just started responding back in capitals even though I'd never really responded in caps to anyone <laughs> before I was like okay we can vibe with this and uh, we just we just got chatting from there on didn't we yeah oh bless you I know I love it I love it when people type back in capitals to me so I was like yes Charlotte's great I love this so yes ever since then we've just been talking I, I found it funny like with you and like a few other people I'm always like talking to you constantly but on like three different yeah. platforms I'm having mm-hmm. three different conversations but it still works fine <laughs> I know I struggle to keep up sometimes but <laughs> <laughs> yes um but yeah so that's how Charlotte and I met um but yeah, the way this is going to work, the podcast, overall theme of the podcast today is going to be dealing with setbacks and how to stay motivated when you're like faced with barriers because Charlotte and I, as we know from our conversations, have faced very many barriers, different kind of barriers and our motivation has been tested particularly through like the impact of COVID and lockdown and everything. But in case you guys have been feeling the same, we're here today, we're going to give you some tips on dealing with setbacks, and then how to stay motivated when facing barriers. We're bringing the tea. Yes, we are. Or the water. The water. But yes, but firstly, I want to hear what you've been up to, Charlotte. I mean, I already know, but the people listening don't. So what have you been up to this week? Um, so I, I post three YouTube videos a week. So I've been planning what I'm going to be doing this weekend. Um, James is going away this weekend so I'm going to really try and catch up on filming a lot of videos because I'll have the the run of the house and I don't need to think about which room he's using at that time kind of thing. Um, So I'm going to film my house tour finally this weekend. Yay! Um, And so basically this morning I've just been writing in my diary um, everything that I want to get done this weekend and also planning early next week as well um, just so that I know what I'm doing for the next few days to make sure that those three videos a week are still being kept on top of because last week I wasn't very motivated as we talked about last or earlier in this week on Monday we talked about it um and I kind of I didn't fall behind with the YouTube videos I was still putting up three a week but I kind of got behind on my filming and editing schedule so it was like very last minute as you were aware on Wednesday rushing to get a, a video online so that's something I'm trying to catch up on this week. I mean, still props to you. Three videos a week is still very mad. So, like, props to you. And Like, I've said this before, but guys, make sure to go check out Charlotte's YouTube channel. She's actually <laughs> killing it. Like, I wish I could keep up like that. But It's tough work. People think being a YouTuber is just an easy job, and it's not. Like, no. the amount of hours that go into filming, editing, thumbnails... Like it's it's a lot. It's of work, hard, yeah. Like, like I mentioned in the intro to this that I wanted to try start my YouTube channel again and everything. And yesterday I went to I went to record my video. I was sat down here and I was talking. I was like, I'm boring myself, so I had to stop. No. So I'm gonna have to rethink that. But it's actually difficult, like to think of ideas and stuff like that. So props to you, Charlotte. Props to you. And oh, I'm very excited to see your house tour. I wish I could see it in real life, but you know, through YouTube video. One day soon. Is, um, we'll have to do for now. Um, when it's safe, we'll do it. Yes. Fingers crossed in the future. I also want to meet Clover as well. 
But yeah, um, I've been, uh, from me wise, I've been, well, I've been off of work this week. I had to take annual leave. So I've been very excited because my, obviously my PC got fixed in time for my week off. So I've been playing Among Us. Oh, Charlotte, Among Us. Oh, this game is crazy. Uh, it's been weird because, well, there's Jack. I think I've mentioned Jack before. If not, if I haven't mentioned Jack on the podcast, Jack's my boyfriend. But we've been mixing Jack's friends and like my friends, and we've been playing Among Us. We've had like we've had Sophie, Charlotte's been playing. We've had Chloe. Chloe's friends as well have been coming. Yes, so it's like oh yes, match. I know it's crazy, and I haven't enjoyed playing a game so much. I'm hoping we can play some later today. <laughs> I, I fingers crossed. Once James has like left the building, yes, get um, out, James. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I've been spending my, most of my time. I've been back streaming again, so if you don't follow me on twitch.tv slash msblife, definitely do it. I've hit over 50 followers now, so Twitch affiliate, I'm on my way. She's but going. She's yes, going for it. I'm going for it. But that's, yeah, that's how I've been spending my time. I met my mum this morning. I had Costa. I spent all my money, all the good stuff. Nice. It's Jack's nice. birthday soon, so I bought him a birthday present. But I could have whispered so he doesn't know. <laughs> but yeah, that's how I've been spending my time. Um, but yeah, well, hopefully you enjoyed listening to our little life update. <laughs> and we're going like to just get um, straight on with the topic. So the first one we're going to be dealing with is dealing with setbacks. So we've, Charlotte and I, from our chats, we've dealt with quite different, but also some similar setbacks in the, yeah. like our goals and the things we want to do. And we were having a chat beforehand and we've come up with like three main uh, tips to help you guys listening to deal with whatever setback it may not be. It's not specific, just whatever setback you may be having, whether that be in a day or a week or like a set, like a life setback, just how to deal with it. So the first tip that we came up with, well, we say we, Charlotte. You're so good at no, this. We and did it together, was... <laughs> Millie. We did it together. Okay, the first thing that we came up with was that you should, if you have this goal in mind, this big dream goal that you want to progress towards, and you like hit with a setback, try splitting it up into like, like having smaller tasks to do. Because by splitting up into smaller tasks, you'll kind of you'll feel more a sense of achievement. And um, yeah, praise yourself. Self care, you know, it's what we're yeah. about. Um, this is it. It's it's you've just got to break it down into more manageable chunks because, uh, from a psychology perspective, the brain can become very overwhelmed when you've just got too much to do and too much to think about. We're not designed to be thinking about fifty things at once. Um, it's just it's just not you know feasible for our mind yeah. we're hunter gatherers in, in an essence you know <laughs> fight or flight we're not supposed to be thinking about 50,000 things um all at once so definitely chunking it down into manageable bite-sized pieces is gonna be better for tackling the setback rather than giving yourself loads of things to do to catch up on whatever you've missed and then setting yourself back even further if that makes sense Yes. See, this is such a good one. This is what I meant before. Charlotte has, like, a degree in psychology. She's on it. She knows what she's talking about. So listen to her tips. <laughs> yeah, I, I always do that to myself. So, like, if whether it'll work or in my personal life goals, like, if I have one that I'm, like, a big one, I try, like, and I'm not, 
I'm getting all these setbacks and I can't reach it for whatever reason. I'm like, right, I'm feeling a bit crap. What, what small task can I do to feel like I'm achieving something and making progress? So this is, yeah, it's one that I highly recommend because you get like, I mean, especially for me, I get overwhelmed and stressed really easily, unfortunately. So feeling like I'm making that progress is, is really important. Yeah, for sure. And, and this is the thing, like when, when we see a setback, we see it as a failure. It's just a, a common yeah. human psych way of seeing it is we're, we're hit with a step back and we see it as we've failed to go forward. And it's, it's not a failure. It's just a break in the chain of moving forward. And if you see it as a failure, then you're not going to be necessarily motivated to keep going and push forward. So, so like you said, when, you know, when you tackle a setback, you take it from a self-care mental health perspective and if you're feeling so down about whatever this setback is sometimes the easiest thing you can do is just focus on the little tasks of getting up on a morning having some breakfast taking a shower taking a walk just anything to keep the ball rolling rather than getting stuck with the setback if that makes sense yes absolute words of wisdom from charlotte over here <laughs> i love it yes that was great I mean, I don't have anything to add to that, really. You've, you've smashed it, Charlotte, so... Oh, well, I guess we can on move to on number to... number two, then. Move on to tip two. So tip two is all about, you know what? If you, get, if you hit a setback, acknowledging it and being like, okay, this isn't really how it was supposed to go. This isn't the ideal plan. But something has happened, and I can either, like, acknowledge it and think about how am I going to... What am I going to do about it? So, of course, it does bear in mind, like, you have to bear in mind, it does depend on what the setback is, but just kind of, like, not suppressing it and not suppressing your emotions. This is something that I've been, like, really, like, strongly opinionated on, especially when it comes to men, because there's such a stereotype around men and not, not crying, silly stuff like that, and just suppressing their emotions. But emotions are there for a reason, and you shouldn't suppress it, so... That, that's tip two, Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's all about validating how you are feeling in the moment. So if you are upset by this setback, you need to acknowledge that. You need to give yourself a chance to grieve whatever it is that you couldn't achieve in that moment, Move it, trying to move forward. And allow yourself that time to grieve, but also give yourself a point of when you're going to then take the second step which is to find an alternative solution um because you you like millie said you need to acknowledge it you need to validate the feelings that are happening around it in that moment so that you can be reflective and be able to move forward you to be to take to move forward you need to be able to take steps back as well and that's just what progress is it's not linear progress is not linear yes exactly and it's like what they say about um like failing you're learning from it and it's yeah it's having resilience um and resilience is something that's really important for all aspects of life especially yeah. in the workplace but also in your personal life and there will always be times where you'll have like unbelievable amounts of resilience and there'll be situations where you just have none. I know I felt that personally. Like I'm, I feel like I'm a boss and I can handle anything. Some days, and then some other days, like even small situations, I'd be like, I can't handle this. 
So yeah. it's, I think what the point you said, Charlotte, about being reflective and reflecting on what's happening and being like, okay, so I have, I've reacted in this way. I'm feeling this, uh, these emotions why did that happen? Why do, why do I think this setback happened? How can I deal with it? Um, and yeah, reflection in whatever what can situation. can I do differently, yeah. Yeah, it's really important because like whether it's uh, reflecting on completely avoiding a similar setback next time or whether a setback is not something that you can kind of handle because there's so many situations where you just physically cannot stop a setback, like setbacks happening like how to react to it better next time and yeah it's kind of like giving yourself feedback Mm -hmm. on how on how you're acting in life (laughs) yeah and that what you just mentioned about being things sometimes being out of your control again you have to acknowledge what is in your control and what is out of your control and I, I think as well just reiterating the fact about taking the time to acknowledge to reflect to grieve whatever it is you need to do but don't give up on it like don't don't dwell because and I just want to throw an example in the other day because it it relates to this whole content creation thing that we've got going here last week I was in a rut and I was trying to plan my October content and I just couldn't think of anything and I started to panic and I started to let these feelings overwhelm me and I, I was like, oh my God, how can I, how can I be a YouTuber if I can't think of content? And, and so I just left it for the day. I acknowledged that I wasn't getting anywhere. I wasn't being productive. It wasn't happening that day. And so I just left it. And literally the next morning, I planned an entire month of content. And if I'd have spent all day focusing and panicking and stressing myself out on that one thing that I was struggling to do, that one setback that I couldn't think of new content ideas, I would have A, ruined the rest of my day, but B, probably also would have woken up still stressed the next day. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, completely. And but they say that, I mean, coming from, yeah, a different perspective, I remember oh, way back when, like, revising, for example, or, uh, yeah, well, let's go, like, revising, for whether mm-hmm. it be... I've completely lost my trail of thought there. Revising and I'm just trying to remember something and try to do it or do a task and, and, and they just go, I sometimes just have to stop because you just get so overwhelmed and you're not going to, you're not going to remember the things that you're doing and the things that you're doing whilst you're overwhelmed, it's not going to work. So it's sure. taking a step away and either coming back to it later or even taking the day is, is really important to yeah it helps you learn about yourself as well that reflection and learning what kind of um i can't think of the word what kind of tick makes you like tick is that what it is um the triggers the things that make you yeah like stressed and you can't work or um like you've reached a point of that you don't want to reach a point of no return you want to keep maintain keep kind of steady Yes. If that made any sense, I couldn't find yeah. the words that I wanted to say. <laughs> we got we got there in the end. We got the jizz. <laughs> uh, would, you, would you have anything else you'd like to add on that point, Charlotte? No, I think we covered that one pretty well as well. Cool. So the two tips that we've had so far, small tasks, 
Praise yourself. You, when you're doing those small tasks, help you feel a better sense of achievement. Feel like you're smashing it and making progress. Tip two was acknowledge the step, the setback. Reflect on yourself, the emotions you're feeling. Don't suppress them, feel them, and then afterwards reflect on how you felt because it'll help you deal with it whether there is a next time or it'll help you avoid them. Yeah. The tip three is simply just talk to someone else get someone else's point of view everybody has different experiences on how they've dealt with their own setbacks they could have dealt with a similar setback setback to you so yeah challenge outsider's perspective that's what you need you Mm -hmm. need an outsider's perspective but i would say as well it's really important that you find someone um appropriate and someone that you trust to talk to about these things don't if you know that you have certain people in your life who are quick to respond to drama and are quick to make a mountain out of a molehill, don't go to that person about it because if you're telling them a story and you're really stressed out and you're telling them how something's affected you really badly, the last thing you need is for them to sit there going, oh my God, I can't believe that happened to you. You need someone that's gonna sit there and, and say, okay, this happened this also happened to me one time let me tell you how i got past it that's the kind of person yeah. you need yeah you need you need the the right kind of person yeah cuz anyone can sit there and listen to you and sometimes mm. yeah it's great to be listened to but you do need the right kind of person with when it comes to actually dealing with the setback like mm. when you need someone who's either experienced something similar or understands the way you act and react to things so for example I mean I'd be more than happy to go to Charlotte if I needed help with dealing with a setback or I needed to talk about something because the way Charlotte handles it it just kind of works with me in my head so Charlotte is one of those people for me Uh, but for you like other people for you guys it could be it could be your mum or your dad it could be a sibling it could be you know what it could be a complete stranger, you know, going to therapy, for example, sometimes you need someone completely, like, different, like, separated from you as well, so it depends on the situation, the setback, obviously some are more serious than others, but just, yeah, for just sure. find the person that, that works for you, um, yeah, and like like Millie says, if it is a mental health setback, there is absolutely no shame in reaching out to a trained counsellor or therapist or even a life coach. I mean, they're not quite as qualified as, um, as uh, psychotherapists or, or counsellors, but they, they still have good intentions um, and they want to help you find solutions to your problems. But if it's an actual... If it's well, yeah. If it's an actual mental health condition, I wouldn't recommend going to a life coach. But if yeah, it's well, something life related, by all means, you know, if you're not reaching your goals, if you're struggling to find a way of creating a schedule, or if you're struggling to find motivation, which you know we're going to talk about that soon. So hopefully you don't need to go hey. for a life coach. But you know, it, sometimes you do need someone to help keep you accountable. And that could be in the form of a life coach, or that could just be in the form of a friend who also has similar goals to you. Yeah, I think you make a really good point. Once again, it depends on what kind of setback it is. Life coaches could have the experience you're after. If you wanted, like, mental health help, 
then you'll definitely want to go to the the ones with more qualifications. Um, yeah, I, I think it's just so important to like, because you hear like it's so hard to reach out to someone and talk about something, especially when you've kept it in your head. Or for example, going back to the last tip, you've suppressed an emotion. It can be so difficult, but it's it's so it will help because I, I mean personally I find that when I say things out loud that I've been keeping to myself in my head I'll either realize I don't actually fully think that or it's not as bad as I thought in my head because I was stressing about it and I was overthinking it and was becoming this huge thing in my head but when I say out loud or and talk it to some say it to someone else it I react differently and then I can kind of take a step back. It's almost as if the words are in front of me. I can take a step back, evaluate the words I've just said to somebody else and maybe approach it differently than how I was before, helping me deal with said setback. For sure. And there's a there's a technique um, that you can use as well, similar to that, if you, if you don't want to talk to anyone about it or you feel like you don't have anyone that you feel comfortable talking to about it imagine someone is coming to you with your problem and they are coming to you for advice ask them what's the worst that can happen like what's the worst that can happen from this setback and answer that question yourself and try and advise them as if it's a friend that you're advising so you don't have to give yourself your own advice pretend it's a friend and usually when we change the perspective of helping someone else, we manage to see it in a much clearer light. And I think when it's our own problems, we feel so overwhelmed because we're worried about any consequences that it can be very difficult to find a solution. So that's what I always like to advise. If, if you don't have anyone to speak to, pretend that a friend has come to you for advice and what would you advise a friend? Absolute words of wisdom here, Charlotte. <laughs> it's actually such good advice. Um, so yeah, that was tip three of either uh, talking to somebody else or as Charlotte just mentioned, if you can't talk to someone else, imagine you you are talking to a friend or a friend has come to you and how you treat yourself. Because I mentioned this, I think it was in the last podcast episode, but the way the self-talk and the way we speak to ourselves is so important because whether you're conscious of it impacting it or not it will unconsciously impact the way you think about yourself and the way you approach life so it's really important sure. um and thank you for such golden advice charlotte oh you're welcome <laughs> so we've dealt with how to deal with setbacks so if you've dealt with a setback how can we stay motivated when facing all these different barriers well, Charlotte and I have had another thought. Well, <laughs> when it's a we, Charlotte again. <laughs> but we have three more tips on how you guys can stay motivated when you're faced with different barriers, no matter what the barrier is, whether small or large. We have three tips to help you. The first tip is having it physically in front of you. So having a box to tick. I don't know about you, but I absolutely love the feeling of ticking something off or crossing something off a list. So I love it. Or having a planner, having a schedule, like and having a bullet journal, something like that to write down all your thoughts, ideas, your goals and everything. Yeah, 
the the tick box is a really great idea because when you physically tick that box it releases a little bit of dopamine into the brain and that's the happy hormone so you're you're naturally making yourself happier by completing these goals and do you know don't underestimate writing your to-do list yes. after you've done stuff so it sounds silly but if you're stuck in a rut and you've been struggling to get your mojo back and you have a day that's productive without being planned like you just get on with stuff but you didn't actually plan to get on with stuff don't be afraid to go back to that day in your diary that's probably empty because you didn't think you were going to get anything done that day write in what you did create a box and tick the box yes. it doesn't matter if if you've already done it I actually did this yesterday <laughs> And it just, it makes, it makes you realise how much you've accomplished. Oh yeah, totally. And that in itself, that, that again links back to the first setback that we talked about. Give yourself a pat on the back. Hey, I'm giving myself a pat on the, pat on the back right now. I actually love that idea. <laughs> I, I've, I've, without meaning to, I think I've done that a couple of times. I've definitely like... Or what have I achieved today? If I hadn't planned to go to the gym and I did go to the gym, I'll write gym on my to-do list and tick it off. Yeah, for sure. We, we want all that happiness for one moment we can get. <laughs> I really like that one. That's a good one. I'm going to do that later because I didn't write a to-do list for today. You should. I, you should I'm, do it. We'll smash in today. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, tip one. Get it down physically, whether it's a to-do list in your planner. And if you didn't plan for today, well later tonight write your to-do list and tick things off and see what you've achieved because it'll be much more than you think you did yeah and, and if you don't like the idea of calling it a to-do list after you've already done it just just make it a part of your daily reflections like your gratitude list what have i achieved today be, be proud of yourself you yes know? you deserve the pat on the back exactly look I'm, I'm giving you a pat on the back now give yourself one as well <laughs> okay Step two is all about getting in the zone. So whether this is putting on makeup or getting an outfit, or it could be cleaning the place that you work at, getting it all looking aesthetic the way you want, just kind of getting in the zone can help you get motivated. So if you've been sitting on the sofa all day trying to do something, like I, for example, sometimes I work and when we're working from home, I'll sit on the sofa and I'll just end up getting tired and won't want to do anything. But if I stand up, go sit at a desk, it completely changes the vibe and it does have an impact and you'll just want to start smashing things again. So this is a good one. I know Charlotte has a, something to be careful of, a con part of this. Yes, so we when we were brainstorming these ideas together, I, I said, yeah, get yourself up ready on the morning, make yourself feel good, make yourself feel prepared. But what I thought of this morning is you have to be very careful not to overspend your time because then it becomes counterproductive. So um, in a previous Instagram Live that Millie did a few, many weeks ago now, God, actually. God, so long ago, months. Oh, literally months. Um, Millie recommended, this was very specific to the gym, but it doesn't have to be specific to the gym. It can just be like general every day um, as well. Get your clothes out the night before and plan what you're going to wear because I don't know about you, but sometimes I really stress out about what I'm going to wear for the day and I can end up spending 20 to 30 minutes, I kid you not, 20 to 30 minutes just trying to decide what to wear. And that in itself is a massive waste of time. 
So if you can take that time away and put the clothes out the night before so that you don't even have to think about it, you're just ready to go straight away, you're gonna maximize your productivity and that in turn will keep you motivated to get on with the rest of your day. Yes, I absolutely love that one. I It's something I do every single night, like especially on a, in, in the week or if I, yeah, whether I'm going to the gym, whether, well, I'm not going anywhere because of coronavirus currently, but whether I was going anywhere for work, I'd always put my clothes out. I put, everything has a certain spot. I could literally do it with my eyes closed. So when I wake up in the morning, my eyes are actually closed, then I don't have to think about it. So in it, mine does tend to be in the gym situation, but it can, like Charlotte say, be in any situation. I can get my gym clothes on, I can like like brush my teeth, wash my face, do all that stuff, get my shoes on, get my things that, like my things already ready, everything's already in one place. I can do it with my eyes closed at this point. I don't even need a light on it. I can do it in the pitch darkness because everything's always in the same place at the same, like at the same time and I can just do it without thinking about it. And as I've like mentioned previously, uh, I think it was in previous podcasts, if you don't have to think about it, then that's not using up energy and it's less hard to do. And before I'm even awake and know about it, I'm at the gym. So yeah, that's definitely, yeah, what I completely live by every single day. And Charlotte's right as well. If you don't like prep it or make the decision beforehand, you can spend ages like thinking about what to wear. Whereas if you just set it out and you have one option, then it's just so easy. Yeah, for sure. I've spent so much time in my life stressing out over what to wear that was so unnecessary. Yeah. And but I wanted to um, touch back on the environment that you mentioned as well. Oh, yeah. So your environment that you work in, that you live in, is really important and codependent on your mood, on your productivity, and how you go about your day. And I live by a tidy house is a tidy mind. But even just tidiness aside, I get it, not everyone is a tidy person, but you need to give yourself visual cues and indicators that tell you when it is time to buckle down and get on with something. So, for example, with a work situation, a lot of people are working from home right now, and you might be just working at your kitchen table, and that doesn't really indicate to you um, this is my workspace, but if you can create like in a corner of a room get something like a folding desk This is what we have in our house because our house is small We have a folding desk and when that desk is set up and we've got some stationery on the side some post-it notes Cup of coffee. We are ready to go And we know that that is the space where we sit down and we get done what needs to get done Yes, we love that. So yeah, I completely agree with this one as well. Like for example, right now, I don't have clutter on my desk or anything because clutter, if I see clutter, my mind is cluttered. So I literally just only have the things I need and everything has a space as well. There's mm -hmm. a particular space for everything. So it's all set out and it just helps like, like my mind, I'm not stressed because I'm not having to look at something. Oh, like I'm not having to look at like, clutter and think oh I need to put that away after this oh you know what maybe I should go do it now instead of just concentrating on what I'm doing and smashing it and going and doing it so yeah whether whether this tip is about what to wear or your environment around you take it on and try it because they'll definitely help you stay motivated I actually have one more to add oh to go 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 Charlotte 
So this one's back to being gym related, but not necessarily going to the gym, but working out at home. Ooh. And if you're the kind of person that can't get up first thing on a morning and start working out, that's fine. I'm like that some days as well. I'm just too stiff and I decide to plan it for later in the afternoon. But maybe you've been sat down, it's post lunchtime, you're feeling a bit sluggish, the TV's on, and you just don't feel like getting back up to do the movement that you want slash need to do. What I find is putting on my workout playlist, even whilst I'm still sitting down, and put on the best songs that make me feel pumped and make me want to move my body, automatically makes me get up. Yes. And maybe maybe you won't do a, a sweat it to shred it or a hit workout or Pilates. Maybe you just get up and dance. Oh. But at least you are moving your body, you're getting the blood pumping and you're getting the physical exercise that you need. Oh my god, the words of wisdom are still coming. Ah. Yes. Oh, I love it. Re- it honestly, it really works. It really, really works. Yes. Music pump you up. It just gets you in the like going back. It gets you in the zone. Like I, I yeah. Well, I don't ride now, but usually I have a certain playlist which I only listen to in the gym or when I'm working out. Yeah. So if I want to listen to my favorite songs, I've got to in the gym. I've got to be working out. So I, I absolutely love that one, Charlotte. I'm happy. I'm happy you said that one. I'm, oh, I'm good. gonna, I'm gonna go downstairs after this and start dancing now. Do it. Yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, the last one that is just a just a short and sweet one. This one, and it's just having a regular schedule, routines. We love routines. Yeah, just. But this doesn't have to be like a full day routine. Nope. Um, especially if you're at home all day at the moment. Still, I know not everyone's back at work yet, um, or even some people have unfortunately lost their jobs. But having just morning routines and evening routines even if you get as far as 11 a.m and then you know you you're less in a routine after that at least if you've had a productive morning or you've done what you needed to do in the morning it it sets you up so at least you can carry on with your day knowing that you were productive in the first instance Yes, I uh, yeah, I'm a huge morning routine person. You guys will know this if you've listened or just know me. I'm a huge morning routine person. I'm a huge routine person. But even I don't like schedule out my whole day. I can, I try to sometimes depending what I'm going to be doing. But um it doesn't always work or I don't always stick to it. But even if actually even if you don't stick to it, just having that clearly set out in your head of what you are going to do and when will just help you feel a lot less stressed and feel a bit more motivated. Yeah. Because one, if you're writing it down, well, you might have a mental routine, I guess. I don't really write down my routine, but still, it kind of gives you clarity and you know what you're gonna do yeah. and it helps you feel less overwhelmed. Um, I kind of, sure. yeah. yeah the, if you're gonna do anything, get a morning routine. Morning routines are so important. And yeah. I've, I've spoken about this in so many different places before, so I won't bang on about it. But get a morning routine <laughs> that you can just do with your eyes closed. Like I said before, I'll be at the gym before I'm even aware that I'm at the gym. Obviously, I drive. Be careful. Drive safe. But apart from that, <laughs> I only wake up when I'm on the bike doing my warm-up. So definitely, definitely get yourself in, in a zone like that. Even if you don't wake up early and go to the gym. Even if you wake up and just go to work. Just... Do it because you'll feel better, you'll feel more motivated. Your mind doesn't have to think about it. 
And yeah, remember that your morning routine starts in the evening as well with setting your clothes out, Mm -hmm. getting everything ready. Remember. For sure. Packing your lunchbox. Yes. Always pack your lunch the night before. Well, on along the lines of the morning routine, just even waking up at the same time every day oh, yeah. helps your body to start functioning regularly rather than waking up at six one day and then waking up at eight another and then nine. It, it, it Having that wake-up routine just helps your horm- hormones, helps your organs, like digestive system, stuff like that. That's what I mean by organs. Yeah. Um, it helps them to have a schedule and that they all work together they all combine to make you a functioning human being and your brain is affected by everything that happens in the body so if you are getting a regular sleep routine going to bed at the same time waking up at the same time you're just going to feel more ready for the day yes i love that one definitely i i'm i feel that one myself when I'm usually at work, I wake up at the same time, I go to bed at the same time, and my body knows what it's doing at the same time and when. But I've had the week off, so I've, my sleeping schedule has been a little bit off. Just a little bit. Um, and I definitely felt the motivation levels. Like, mm, my motivation is usually... I concentrate on the gym quite a lot. That's just because it's my personal thing. And I haven't been to the gym as many times as I do usually and it does it does come into play so definitely take notes of what we're saying guys specifically what charlotte just said because it does impact it <laughs> go to bed at a yeah. good time as well don't go to bed at 2 a.m <laughs> no oh god it's an awful time to go to bed but just back to the the kind of daily schedule as well when we say daily schedule you don't necessarily have to be like bulk blocking everything you do you don't need to be like okay 9 till 11 i'm doing this 11 till 1 i'm doing this just pick a couple of times during the day to check back in and say have I achieved this so for example I like to give myself a task at 10 a.m and that gives me enough time to get up either go to the gym or take the dog on a long dog walk and get what I need to do to start my morning done and then at 10 I know it's time to sit down and either film a video or edit a video or write a blog post and then I have another thing at 2 p.m. that I want to get done and I can check back in around 2 to see if I'm on track for that as well. And it also, it, it not only keeps you on track to not, this, I suppose this is very relevant for people who are at home all day, whether they're working from home yeah. or they are just at home and they need to stay on top of house chores and things like that. Um, this helps because it, it keeps you aware of how long tasks take and whether or not you are procrastinating and spending too long sat watching the TV or spending too long scrolling TikTok. There's nothing wrong with taking breaks and doing these tasks, but if they are overwhelming your productivity time, then it's not functioning, if that makes sense. Yes. I I hope you guys don't know of that. Hmm? I hope they, I hope they took note of what you just said. I hope they took <sighs> note of what all you've just said. Yeah, especially like, I yeah, I see what you mean. I guess if you're working full time, you're kind of you don't have that flexibility. But if you're yeah, if you you're working for yourself, done. I guess you do in a sense. Or mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. working from home, it depends what kind of flexibility you got. But yeah, and I love the thing that you said about kind of checking in with yourself at set at 
certain points every single day and being like, have I achieved what I want to achieve at this point in the day? And checking in again later. I really like that one. Yeah. Uh, so just to do a quick summary of that section, to keep you motivated when you're facing barriers, remember you can get the get it down physically, whether it's a to-do list or in the evening going over what you've achieved and getting a get like a planner, a schedule, all that good stuff, ticking things off, crossing things off a list, happy hormone. We love it. No, tip number two. <laughs> Getting in the zone and getting in an outfit that makes you feel really good uh, or just like getting out your pajamas. I spend most of my days in my pajamas now. So getting out of it and gets you in a different kind of vibe. This is a different Millie than sleepy pajama early. Um, and uh, your place of work as well. Having that organized, having a particular place where you do your like work towards your goal, whether that be work or in your personal life, just have a particular place and have that place clear and the way you want it and it will give you the vibe and then you'll feel more motivated and tip three having a regular schedule this can consist of a morning routine an evening routine going to bed and waking up the same time every night just get some like regularity to your days and that can help you stay motivated that will help you stay motivated because you won't have to think about it as much and yeah, those are our those are our tips for dealing with setbacks or staying motivated when facing with barriers. Wow, we smashed through that. This is like the longest episode I've ever done. This has been great. Thank you so much for coming on, Charlotte. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah, this has been fab. This is like my favourite podcast episode that I've recorded. Yeah, it's nice having somebody else here to talk to. <laughs> it is. I, I always find I, I feel myself um, getting my ideas across way way better when I have someone to bounce the ideas yes I get what you mean oh well it's been so lovely having you remember guys now that the podcast episode is over go and check out Charlotte's content it'll be in the description box or in the information if you're listening on Castbox. and go and first YouTube channel go and see Clover and go watch Charlotte she's banging out three videos a week it's amazing good content so go check that out. Go check out the Take a Blog. Oh, take, no, take a Pause Blog. Because there is some amazing content yeah. on there www. as well. www.takepauseblog.com <laughs> And then of course, follow her on Instagram. And Clover has her own Instagram as well. So go and check that out. She's so adorable. Yes, but please come check out the YouTube channel. Yes, don't head, head to, literally, as you finish listening to this, head to the YouTube channel right now and click subscribe. I cannot, she's absolutely smashing it, Aunt Charlotte. So yeah, definitely Thanks, go do Mila. that. And thank you so much for listening to episode three of the Legional Podcast. We'll be back in two weeks on Sunday morning. And yeah, is there anything you'd like to say, Charlotte, before we end? Thanks for watching or listening, whichever platform you choose to listen to this podcast on. I'm honoured to have been Millie's. I'm assuming I'm her first guest. You are, you are. Oh, I'm honoured to be the first guest. This has been so much fun, and I look forward to collabing with you on future content. Thank you so much, Charlotte. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye, Bye everyone. Bye.